What's up, everybody? Today we're talking Gabrielle Union, Sue's BET, Janet Jackson's pregnancy, and the birth of a nation's boycott. All that and more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. Now, you just said that you had it with show business, right? And don't you have to be to work in the mornings. I should be asking you that, brother. <laughs> I thought we were boys, man. Why, why, why didn't you tell me? Because I didn't want you clowning me, man. I didn't tell anybody. Hey, I didn't even tell the people on my job. Oh, damn. Tommy, don't uh -huh. go to the job. Uh -huh. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Lying, man, about having a damn job, Tommy. <laughs> right. Uh, I sent my resume out to a lot of agents. Uh -huh. I mean, they all know me, so everybody knows me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you say. That's right. That's Meanwhile, right. why don't you give me your resume, okay? I'll take it to work with me. See, we got some openings coming up. You know, Tommy! What? <laughs> what? Come on, man. What? Why you gonna lie to the brother, man? No, no, I'm man, come on, man. You know you ain't got no job, man. Come on, come on, come on. Come on man. I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate you playing with the job system like that. Coco, don't. Worry. All right, if you're right? listening, uh, that is you can't Martin, Mr. Tommy Ford, who we lost today, or excuse me, we lost this week. Um, we wanted to give him a little shout out and tribute, and um, you know, it's a huge loss. I mean, we all grew up watching him on Martin and. Uh, you know, words can express the sympathy that we all are experiencing at Black Hollywood Live about this. You know, where were you guys? Where were you guys at when you heard about it? Here, actually, you were here. Mm -hmm. And we all we all sat. And we all said we still never found out what he actually did for work. <laughs> he they never revealed what they Tommy's never deal really was. Reveal what Tommy's deal was. You're right. Well, I, I got, I got a, a question. If each one of you, what do you think Tommy might have did? <laughs> I thought he, I think he he's probably the telemarketer. Oh, uh, network marketing. Network marketing. Mm -hmm. Network marketing. And early, fresh in Tommy the 90s. Tommy was a venture capitalist. <laughs> I'm going to go with that one. Yes. But yeah. I, I was at, you know, I was at home, and I think the, the thing that struck me the most was he's so young. Mm -hmm. That's so young. 52. I mean, I realize if you're 52. 18, that sounds really old. But <laughs> for everyone else on the planet, that's super-duper-duper young. Yeah. So, you know, sorry to see him um, leave this plane yeah. so yeah. soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well... Sorry to start on that note, but welcome to Black Hollywood Lives this week. I'm your host, Dario Kristen, and here joining me today is Courtney Stewart. Start uh, off with her. That's me. You went to Rachel. And I, <laughs> I know. I Rachel, Rachel, Rachel did a hair flicker thing. I'm I, not ready. I was like, oh, what's she about to do up on the camera? Uh, Jesse J. What's up? And of course, my girl, Rachel. Hi. The <laughs> only thing I think about when I'm doing this is like, tense your arm. Tense your arm. Don't let the arm wiggle don't when you're doing it. Don't, don't let the arm wiggle. No. Did you learn that message? No wings, no wings up in here. <laughs> Thank you for having me back. I haven't been around for a while. I know you've been gone for a couple weeks. Nice to be back. I know we were like, is she coming back? You know, fans were asking questions. Here. Are you kidding me? I love it here. It's okay. like a second home. All right. Well, our special guest today is actor Cisco Reyes in the house Woo! with us. Yo, yo. What up? What up? I like that jacket, man. That jacket. You know. Thanks, man. Thanks. Love you know, we finally we finally get into fall fly. weather in, in L.A. We can wear jackets. Or we're and trying things, to pretend. Yeah. Even though it's like seventy eight yeah. degrees. Like, well, it's, yeah. it's starting to be a uh, fall. It yeah. is a little <laughs> bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Well, so you know, obviously, we started off talking talking about Tommy Ford and. Um, there's been not an official statement made about what his real cause of death was. There's a couple of things that have been mentioned yeah. in press. Um, I know that they were saying that 
it was uh, something to do to an aneurysm. Yeah, he, apparently he had like knee replacement surgery a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, and they're saying that maybe it was a blood clot that ended up being an aneurysm in his abdomen or something. Like, so that's like a wait. An aneurysm is a, is a blood vessel that bursts. 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 Yeah. From yeah. what I understand. Yeah. So yeah. So that is a sad thing. It could happen to anyone yeah. at any yeah. time. And actually, not to be too uh, maudlin, but I was t- speaking with someone the other day who's you know their spouse had passed at thirty from mm. a heart attack. So anyway, I'm just throwing that out there to wow. say let's all value and cherish each other because sure. you just never know. And I, you know, that particular man had a really full, fabulous life, and obviously was meant to leave at this point. But yeah. I do take it as a reminder to just to cherish, especially yeah. you. Cherish. Take care of yourself. <laughs> no, but I mean that. I'm not. Yeah. yeah, take care of yourself, and also, you know, say I love you and say goodbye when you see people. It's very important. Uh, Martin did make a statement today. Uh, he said Tommy was not only a great co-star, he was a great friend. He always brought with him his spirituality, a positive attitude, and so much joy. I am sad the world's lost a great talent and that I lost a brother. Aww. So, our condolences go out to him, his family, and all of the cast from Martin. And I was I totally wanting like a power. Martin reunion, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I, I don't think that was ever going to happen anyway. But like, you could always <laughs> never say never. When they're all right? here. Never That's say true. never. You know? Never, never, never yeah. say never. never, say yeah. never. Yeah. Times but do get real tough. You know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. True that. Pick up that phone. <laughs> right. <Yeah. Exactly. laughs> well, we got some great topics today to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we do. I mean, we kind of headlined some of those, but I know there's a lot more that we're going to get into today, which are kind of fun. I've been excited about our topics as of late. We've you were excited, Daryl. What what, why do you not think that I'm excited, <laughs> Courtney? Well, he seems really. Uh, it was a very, there's like so like, many sexual jokes going through my head that I cannot say right now. I was like, what? and then I was like, no, you can't do that. So, oh, I, so oh, I didn't. Oh. I'm like, oh, oh. oh. I, did it in my, I did it in my head. All right, John, we all got right. it. And he missed it all the way. He all was right. like, wait, you don't think I'm insane? Hold on. Sorry, it's the champagne. What are we talking about? Just blame it on the alcohol. All right. What's our first topic about today? Our first topic is a boot. It's a boot. R&B, hip-hop, sensation, the first lady of Ruthless Records. Hey, yeah. hey, hey. Michelle. Yo, all right, so she has a new biopic coming out on Lifetime, which she worked hand-in-hand with Lifetime for. Yes, I know. So I'm kind of excited about this because I feel like it'll actually be like a legit story because the person's actually working with Lifetime. Mm-hmm. So... News has you come You say out. that like Lifetime does not make the best, juiciest, most fabulous they make MO. Juicy. They do, oh, but make they usually juicy. do unofficial. Oh, this Wait, is, oh, this this is this authorized. Tony Blasser didn't work with them on her Lifetime Because I love me a Lifetime, Lifetime movie. Yeah. I love a Lifetime. Me too. I love you, Sunday Lifetime. Sunday nights on Lifetime are like, Golden. have been life since I was a kid. Golden, like, but no, this is also, a, isn't this just a three day uh, thing? It's not just one, two mm, hour no, thing? No, it just. Oh, they doing it like OJ? Oh, they're just going to run it. Yeah, sorry, I was confused. But fun fact, I auditioned for her grandmother in this. Hey, no, I did, and the producers went, Wait, you're not right for this. I was like, I know, I know, straight up. No, you have not been able to. No, play I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm the grandma no. in the hood. No, you can't play. Not. No. Oh, that is the grandma. <laughs> what are you talking about? Auditioning for her grandma. Although I would like to see you play. You, you like, totally can play. No, no, you don't. Yeah, I have too much respect best. for other actors who can actually be a grandma in the hood. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I was just like, I don't know why I'm here, y'all. <laughs> You're pretty country, country from yeah. South Central, not South. <laughs> you, you be the grandma in the hood making beet juice like, me, and, and almond milk. No, here's exactly, and here's the thing. Not everyone can be a 
grandma in the hood, and not everyone can play like an old Jewish man from Long Island like I can. Like, that's my specialty. Well, you, do have, you do have the curls. Boy, the curls. let me tell you kids something. That is literally my life's calling, is to play an old Jewish man from Long Island. That is what I'm meant to do. That's, that could be Make a one-woman show. But let's say back to Michelle, who we were talking about yes. before I usurped the conversation. So, uh, we actually had her here on Black Hollywood yesterday. You guys can check out uh, Black Hollywood Live's The Beat. She came in studio, so Dr. Dre has been saying he wants to see what this movie is depicting him as. He feels, based off of the clips, or his team is saying that this movie is going to villainize him, um, and that they are planning on, if it does, taking... um, did he base yeah, it off the clips or off his like memories of what was happening? Back he then? don't have no memories. He, he, he conveniently <laughs> forgot that maybe he had smacked a bitch a few times. He, I said, mean, he never... said he was young and he used to drink a lot. Are you saying that? that. Yeah, you, but say you that. say that like that's cool. He, no, <laughs> I, I'm just saying that he has memories. I know, just like Billy Bush. He was just <laughs> he a young 35-year-old guy. Yeah, it's not okay, well, what the, the difference is is that he uh, has. she's come out to say that he has hit her five times, black eyes. She's had five black eyes from him specifically. He says he's never laid a hand on her, ever. She says, bring it on. Like, I don't care. We're going to have to do depositions. She's, she's like, I have people it. who will testify. I mean, he smacked up D Barnes. I was going to say. <laughs> on I was air. Gonna say, I mean, <laughs> Hello. Yeah, I mean, she had to go to work with a black eye. And she still talks about it. She did a Huffington Post article. How long ago uh, was this? An interview like a year ago. Oh, the, well, it happened in 1991 yeah. when she was a host on. You got to um, see straight out of Compton. Uh, yeah, you got to <laughs> yeah, see straight out of Compton. They didn't show that part, but it was. Um, (laughs) You think her voice drove him to it? I mean. Could you imagine arguing with her? She arguing with him. You You better. Don't you talk to me like that. Here's the thing, though. If that's her story, and if that is her recollection of what's happening, is she not allowed to say, this is my side of the story? No, she can. You, Dr. Dre, can do another movie with your side of the story. Well, he did straight out of content. They were involved in the whole process of bringing that out. And one of the big complaints about straight out of content was that the women in their lives were not represented in that movie. At all, for the most part. I mean, we just saw Ice Cube's wife, but we didn't like see any real interaction with these women and what they meant at the time. And they had pivotal roles, especially Michelle. So, go her for doing a movie. Let me me ask you guys a question because there's you you brought up a subject, and he gonna name his headphones Beats by Dre. (laughs) (laughs) That's already suspicious. You stupid. (laughs) Put up on. No, but I I have have, have a serious question about this because this has been in the media, obviously, even with what's going on with Billy Bush. Do you think that? We all have something that we did in the past, right? That we may have regretted or whatever. Do yeah. you think that, like, this is something that, ha- if he did do it? No, I've never beat a woman or I'm physically not, harmed no, somebody. No, I'm, I'm not talking about or that. Or grabbed but anyone I'm saying, by Murdered the... someone, put I, a body somewhere at one time. I hear you. Do you ever grab anyone by the pussy? Oh, well. <laughs> we don't talk about that later. Only if she asked later. for it. But, but my, question is, my question is, if 10 years ago you did something... What is something, not, though? Hey, look, it was Freaknik, 94, man, Atlanta. <laughs> I couldn't help it. It was crazy out there. Uh, t- 20 years ago, he did hit Michelle, yes. right? Okay, yes. say it, okay, if good. he did. Yes, go ahead. And if he hit her 20 years ago, but uh-huh. he has gone through therapy, changed his uh-huh. life, all those type of things. Uh-huh. And, has he? And, and I'm, I'm, I'm just uh-huh. basically... Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Okay. If he has had some 
some changes in his life, and then today he's a changed man, regrets that he did that in his life. Yes. Do you think that he still should have that revealed in a, a show? Yes, a and I think what he should say is that I was not a great healed human being at that time. I have changed since then. I apologize for what I did to that woman at that time. It was awful, and nobody should be treated like that, and I will not be that person ever again, and I'm teaching my daughter to never accept that from a man ever in life. Not, oh, that she don't get to say, she's villainizing me and fucking right. up my brand. Fuck you. Yes. You were an asshole. Yeah. Hit me and that's what you, you know. Mean. Well said, Courtney, because that's it's totally bull, true. Crap. Like, that is it's, her story. This is what happened. You don't get to whitewash that or brownwash it or whatever. You don't get to just change the story because it doesn't fit your narrative. And, you know, the other thing is, I'm not ma- making excuses for anyone who uh, hits women, but again, the 90s and 80s, things sort of changed in the 2000s as for far sure. as for, as far as the idea of what we could or could not do to other humans or children, for example. Right. Their sure. lyrics you know, are bitches ain't shit, right. but hoes and tricks. No, honestly, like, if you were old enough to be uh, cognizant in the 90s like I know that was the heyday of videos and all of that but it was honestly awful as yeah. a woman yes really oh. terrible I mean it was just women in their titties out and dollar bills y'all they and doused that one chick with the 40s and that all of that you can imagine was not my scene per se was that you up there with the bottles <laughs> didn't have enough for them no, also didn't want to be naked uh, you, you know didn't know have the I mean? little uh, things on, you know the little I, tassels that I might have no too far you have gone too far. <laughs> you have gone too were far, big. You were you she said was at her house last week. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just imagined you was with like incense and oils like doing belly day, Eastern belly dance with nipple tassels. You guys get out of my house. See, now, like, now I just got half-baked in my head all, all day long with Deja Chappelle sitting there like, oh, <laughs> one of my favorite movies. And I'm not a pruder or anything like that, but a lot of the stuff that was going on in those days was very misogynistic, right. very anti-woman. Yeah. So I think those women have a right to tell their stories. Every little video ho, and I'm talking from Kareen Steffens to whoever, some yeah. unknown girl has a yes, right to tell Yes, you know who Kareen Steffens is. How can you not you know? know that girl who don't know Superhead. That bitch's super publicist is uh, gold. Everyone should hire her publicist. No, literally, I... <laughs> You're white, right about that. White people know her name. Yeah. No, but you right. know why white people know her like, name? Because she um, sucked a dick. Like, that's crazy. No, I was going to say she dated she Bill Maher. That is the reason we know Superhead's And a lot of them. A lot of them. This Sidebar from that, I'm going to say this about you. She's a beautiful girl, whatever she did. Not she's my path. Girl. She's a very beautiful girl. Not my path. Not my world. Um, been and done things I would never want to do, I yeah. think. But again, I give kudos to her for you know really carving out a niche for herself. And she has a story and has a right to share that story the same way he has a right to tell right. his story. All these, women, all these women okay. have a right to say their but side here's the of thing. it. And this is just, once again, playing devil's advocate. There's no police reports or anything from her Different file, filing this. So this is a... She could be making this up. I'm not saying that she is. She could. But, but she, she could be making this up. So does he have the could. right to then interject and say, you know what? Like, I don't want this made because... No. This shit's not no, true. No, have you ever watched from, SVU? <laughs> <laughs> from what I read, she said that she didn't want to uh, go to the police because brothers were getting locked up at that time, left and right, and she didn't want to see another brother in jail. Yeah. That, right. And she believed that I it believe, was her. And she didn't I mean, believe let's keep it real. Was that was her meal ticket. And she didn't, yeah. Right. So, so that's what I meant by you locked Dre up. It was a different time. Right. Where right. you at? Right. You, no, you didn't even got a story to tell 20 years and later. And in the right. end, it's America. <laughs> 
You can fight her and be like, I don't like that you did this and take me to court and go ahead. And that's what she's saying, like, goes ahead. I have an issue with, I mean, obviously he has to deny it, I guess, if he wants to take her to court eventually and how it affected his brand and all of that. But the reality is, is there's enough common knowledge about what he was doing at that time to not give it plausible deniability. So it's kind of like you would be more to me if you just straight up said, like, I was up and doing yeah. some wild ish. Everybody was doing some wild ish. It mean, wasn't right. cool. Pull the I mean, Trump. Yeah. Pull the Trump time, card. You know, I, mean, I ain't yeah. doing I mean, it. Wasn't he, me. He, he technically <laughs> even pleaded no contest to uh, and settled out of court with D Barnes. So and the, he apologized when he did apologize when, about uh, this. Straight yeah. out of Compton came yeah, out. He, he was like, I treated women not how I, I should have in the past, and I regret that, and I apologize. Like boo. What but then you should go around and say you ain't hit nobody. She said, and now you're trying to pretend like you didn't. Like it's bullcrap. Whatever. Ego sucks. No, it does, because I have a feeling that's not even the biggest part of her MOW. I'm sure it's more about her, you know, than it is about her getting... Hit. But it's publicity. Because, it, it yeah. brings it, it makes people want to see it, obviously, because we're like, oh, let's see what she says about Dre or what she shows. You know, I mean, it's gonna bring the eyeballs. Well, speaking of women sharing their story, there are five of them coming out. Um, so obviously, we had the second debate with Donald and uh, Hillary. Sunday. And my thing is, is you, like, you call that a debate? Well, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> I just keep dying at the meme that's going around them singing. I have the time of my life. Oh, when I saw that. I I was like, yo, that's Here's genius. what I'm more mad at, at how quickly that came out. Like, yeah. someone was watching the debate and was like, fuck this. Let me just make this so that when this is over, pop it out. <laughs> I mean, uh, if I knew how to make memes, uh, would, I would have some amazing but memes. But the timing of it is genius. I was watching that, I, I had so how. many thoughts of what I could do, and I was just like, I don't even Did make you know a meme. He was like a little so kid, easy. man. It was like watching a little kid. Well, we ain't even here to talk about it, because honestly, the world wasn't talking about it, because in, I believe, true Donald Trump form, um, to get people from not talking about this important issues, a videotape was mysteriously released eight years later, right after the debate, um, in which Donald and Billy Bush... It was uh, right before the debate. Right before. Uh, and uh, Billy Bush of Access Hollywood um, were on a bus, and Donald had made some uh, interesting remarks... Talking about grabbing women's genitals, and okay, here we are with the picture. How about a little hug for B- <laughs> Bushy? <laughs> I just got off the um, <laughs> Oh boy. Well, so basically, uh, this tape has gone viral. People really aren't making a big thing out of it for Donald, they're making it more bigger about uh, Billy Bush. Except these five women. We have two of them, <laughs> Rachel Crooks and Jessica Leeds. Uh, Jessica Leeds is 74 years old now. But she came out to say that um, he touched her on a flight in New York uh, back in the 80s. Rachel came out to say that Donald uh, pushed her against a lift and started making out with her. Um, and, you know, the biggest debate is... Does this matter? Is this really going to affect people going to the polls? A lot of people are saying, look, they could release several of these videos. This is the type of part. People are literally saying, like, They're, this is just, it's Donald. Gotta, I mean, but it's you gotta remember the boys people, being boys. The people that are voting for Donald are just like Donald. Exactly. So, like, he's the voice of those people right. in middle America yeah. who's like, yeah. I grab pussy all the time. <laughs> Come here, sis. You know what I mean? Like, it's true, and also if they put out a tape, like there's theoretically a tape with him saying the N-word, that's only going to galvanize his supporters. Yeah. It's only going to make them go, ah, I knew he was with us. You know? Yeah. Um, no. So I don't. But know. is there enough of them? There well, were the women point. who came out after the debate 
and still said we are Trump supporters. Support, yeah. but that's women. The, but that's yeah. Oh, they, they did a whole rally, a, a bunch of women yeah. did a rally. Yeah. And there was one dude that grab said, it's, <laughs> it's better to grab a pussy than be a pussy. Be a pussy. <laughs> right. Amongst all the women. And the right. women weren't like, that's a bad sign. No, they right. were like, that's yeah. yeah. But, that's, but that's part of... Uh, if I am obviously not a Trump supporter. I'll give that caveat up front. So that's sort of the positive maybe out of the whole thing is that, yes, it only continues to reinforce apparently those people that already support him except for the people that were fake supporting him, which is like the entire Republican Party because they've all sort of yeah. started to like jump ship. Exactly. But the point is is that he was not going to be able to win unless he was able to persuade enough people that are in the middle and haven't really decided they don't love Clinton, but they are not sure about Trump. And it appears, at least right now, that that tape was enough to make people be like, dog, nah. But again, the, the thing that I think there's some of the memes that I like the best that were coming out around uh, over this topic is what? it Like, literally, he could be racist, he could be this, he could be that, but it took him talking about a white lady's pussy for you people to react. Hey, it's America! You know? Wait, I mean, get rid of the Latinos. I mean, that's Let's go, right. hey, Let's go American gold, Express Visa. Okay, you know, that's the goal. But honestly, right. do you feel like they really react? Like, I feel like every headline I read is more like, there, it's a joke. Like, yeah, Donald Trump make it's a t-shirt locker room talk. It, but it's like more so against like, well, should we actually keep Billy Bush on the Today Show? Well, isn't it official? Like, no, he's, he's in talks to depart. It, like, they're trying to figure well, out he, contractually how well, he, he's, he's fighting. He's but gonna, they knew he's, he was going to sue them. Yes. recorded it yeah, all. Yeah, he's saying you that I mean? that someone from NBC illegally leaked Well, yeah, because much. the point is, is that NBC has had the tape for months, yeah. and they knew about it, yeah. and they were just trying to figure out, well, saying, they knew about it uh, for months, and they're saying, but they why were trying is he to doing edit it? him out, right. but people at NBC were upset, like, lower people, and that's who leaked it to the Washington Post, right. and right. that's why now NBC is upset, because they were trying to, like, moderate how Billy was perceived, because Billy was being groomed to right. take over for Matt Lauer at Today yeah. Show. Ew. So, yeah, but listen, Billy thing. Bush yeah. is definitely being used as a scapegoat, but oh, he kind of deserves yeah. it a little bit. But you, like, but you did it, dude. But to go back to your point, Daryl, uh, you know, so Billy's coming out and saying, you know, this is ridiculous. Like, NBC's known that, uh, you know, I'm like this with, with women and, you know, I'm that kind of a guy. Like, He's the one that bragged How? about the tape, by the way, which is what made people uh, go back and look for it. Supposedly, so he the, it on himself. The rumor is that he was bragging about it in Rio, and that's what made people go into the vault uh, and like find it. Yeah. And that's sort of how like it my yeah, thing, Billy, is okay. He was like, a cocky. Just yeah, because you've been doing something bad for years, now it's come to light, and now it needs to be stopped. Like, no, you shouldn't have been promoted with something like this. Like, now you're to put you on national television, especially in this light. On today's show, where the yeah. demographic is primarily women. Okay, well, let me ask you this though, because a lot of people were saying that okay, this is all going down, but I was actually surprised that NBC was was negotiating him leaving because I thought they were going to kind of do a Brian Williams move where it was going to be he disappears for a little bit and then he pops well, up tried. in January, February, March. Do people March, really like you know? Billy Bush like that? Like, is it a thing? Who is someone just sucking his dick? Is he sucking someone's dick? Like, I'm just trying to figure out. No, like, I don't. I mean, he might be sucking somebody's dick. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I try to watch and I'm just like, what is it about? Like, put Ryan Seacrest wherever he needs. This guy needs to Ryan, be. Like, Ryan don't have time. I mean, I know it, but I'm just saying, on. like, I, wow, wow. I mean, they, you know, 
He's like, is it the 1950s or something? Like, why is this man so popular? Classic I, don't, I don't think he is, was, or is that popular. I think he just got caught up in this. I know he's on those shows, so obviously what, he's a successful he host. He, he was he's on Access Hollywood. Hollywood. Access Hollywood. He's done and all that. He was on uh, Access Hollywood the, Live. The pageant show. He's the, a the nephew Miss, of Bush. Is it Miss oh, Universe or Miss USA? Yeah, he's a Bush. Jeb Bush's cousin. Yeah, he's a, you didn't know he's oh, a Bush. I'm not saying no more. I'm not saying that's the only reason Get rid of him. See ya. Get out of here, kid. We don't need no more Bush. Like, Honestly, no, wax one, no one's talked this much about <laughs> Billy Bush ever. Ever, um, exactly. ever, ever, ever. Well, but do you think that he'll be able to come back from this in his career? Well, no. I was actually shocked that he like made the transition to Today Show to begin with. Uh, Even honestly. though it was like third hour or fourth hour or something at the time, like I was like, how did that happen? But uh, now I don't know. Like I feel like we're in a shifting of times. Like in general, like the acceptability of certain things. Like oh, it's locker room talk. Like ain't nobody taking that shit no more. Like right. and I feel like we're just in a phase that there's too much bull crap going on that people are like no, it's not okay. You right. know what? We tired of this shit. Yeah. Go sit your ass down. Well, also somewhere. this 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 um white male you know rapey jock yeah. frat boy persona is hopefully dying out too. You know what I'm hopefully. saying? This rapey jock. <laughs> I mean, Listen, no, no, you didn't hear them athletes. They were like, actually, uh, we don't talk like yeah, that. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, Listen, Jimmy, there are four it. diverse great hosts right here. We it's are not available. Jimmy. That was today's show. Before. I mean today's show. Sorry, 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 sorry. Today's show. Today's show. I'll even get up early. I could use a check. Back to this, like, obviously, we're talking more about Billy Bush than we are about the, the Trump uh, P-word scandal has already faded away. It happened right. on Friday. It's already dead old news, frankly. You know what it's I mean? not you watch TV? Because he won't let it die. He oh, did a press right, conference right. today Shut that up. he said it is an existential conspiracy <laughs> of... Did he use the word uh, existential? He used the word existential, and I was like, he made me say the N word in my car. I was like, this <laughs> just said what? He said it's an existential conspiracy of the political machine to keep him from getting into office. I think that Donald just does like a political like, mad lips out of day. his mind. <laughs> he's actually out of his mind. He's, he's like a living color. Damian Wayne's locked up. He's like, it's a C-O-N-spiracy right. against my it's election to be insane. president. Wait, by the way, sidebar so back to the sniffles. Like, does he have a coke habit or what? No. Yeah, them sniffles were off the no, chain. Right, so the, 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 the body language expert on CNN said it was it was just his way of enunciating, enunciating. a point. Yeah, that's what Anytime said, yeah. he felt like he was making a really strong point, he would, he would, he would sniffle. But sniffle. I couldn't even get like that. Nervous, like a nervous So like Obama goes like this. Yeah, and, and it's he, like his nervous tick. He's a yeah, sniffer. Yeah. <laughs> or like I used to have a college professor who would grab his jock. He would, he would grab his jock. Yeah, he would, every like, time so he made a point, at my he, school. he would have suits on and he would like, he didn't realize, but he would grab his. Oh, grab his no, that's in a fucking inappropriate. Like, so I mean, he, he didn't know he was something. doing it. I would have well, transferred out. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I see you doing it. I'm like, can you please stop? I would raise my hand, like, did you realize you just grabbed it? Can we also? I, I, I know we got moving to other points, but I also want to throw this in. I, what I also thought was interesting is the fact that they kept talking about the story of Donald Trump hitting on the married Nancy who was in entertainment, and it was Nancy. It was uh, Nancy, Odell. Nancy Odell. It was then, Billy Bush's then, partner that she, he was talking about. And then she made the statement, and then I was like, if this doesn't take him under nothing will and it still didn't take him under it still didn't take him under wait I want to throw in though because there was also a little bit added about this how Donald Trump they have footage of him I'm not sure if it's video footage or audio footage I think it's video where he's looking at a child a 10 year old girl going isn't she gorgeous I'll be dating her in 10 years he sexualized a young child now I want you to think about if that was your child I mean he sexualized his own daughter so he's like (laughs) right and so to to me that's actually repugnant Ivanka is hot though I gotta give it to the yeah but not when you're her dad 
Go ahead. Like, even if you think it, you can say shit to your face. But you can have a daughter. Right. Oh, he's a dad. She's phenomenal. She's six foot. She's always been fully endowed with those breasts. No, all of it. That's gross. I was dated a guy who kept talking about his beautiful sisters, and they're so gorgeous, and everything about them, and their hair. And I just thought, stop it. You're freaking me Maybe Donald has dementia. Like, he sounds like my grandmother at times. Like, maybe it's dementia. For the proof, he should not be running. No, exactly. I think we beat this topic to the dead. Wait, how about also that he told everyone to go out and vote November 28th? 28th. 20 days after you're supposed to. Good, go out and vote. Actually, go vote for him. Vote for him at That's perfect, actually. No, they're going to vote online because we're up in the polls. Obviously, people watching this show probably are not voting for Trump, but if you're as a woman and you value your women rights and reproductive rights, you know, his running mate is the one who wanted to say that if you did unfortunately have to have an abortion, you had to have a funeral for the child you aborted. That would be my yeah. So let's just um, think about that for a second. <laughs> you know, I mean, that these are women's rights issues here. So hmm. get out there and vote. Well, people. hey, there's right. a gun buying stock in the funeral home. <laughs> I know, that's right. <laughs> anyway, all right, what's, all right, what's up there? <laughs> just saying. But I'm That shouldn't be funny, but that is a mess for so many reasons. Yeah, I'm mad you announced it actually because I wanted to go and do that shit like when we left. Well, so nobody my brother's knew. a funeral director. Oh, Literally. listen, we, look, we'll talk offline. Keep out the game. Let us know what those stocks oh, stock options are. Oh my right. God. <laughs> All right, Courtney. And other ways of getting paid. Wait, are we doing that? Okay, yeah, no, we're yeah, not. Okay. What? <laughs> we're going to do it a little later. Okay, 13, we're going to do that Netflix. Okay, so we're going to talk about Netflix. Okay, I was like, wait, what are you guys talking about? I was like, wait, what? I'm sorry, I'm so stuck on the funerals. Okay, so we're going to move on <laughs> to a serious topic. Okay, so there are two amazing movies that were sort of out in the ether this week um, and this past weekend that some people went to see and some people were bragging about and some people didn't really go see. So first up we had 13th, which is a documentary on Netflix that like had social media going insane, which actually it didn't just come out this weekend, so I don't know what it was about this particular weekend that it blew up. Um, But social media was going nuts. It's a documentary, essentially it's called 13th because it's sort of based around the evolution of the prison system and racism. Directed by Ava DuVernay. Directed by Ava DuVernay. And it, um, the 13th Amendment, for those of you all that do not know, is the amendment that abolished slavery. And the amendment is specifically worded very specifically that maybe you haven't really thought about. So I'm going to read it to you really quickly. Quote, the 13th Amendment says, Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as a punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. So the key little words in there are except as punishment for a crime. And it sort of chronicles, the documentary chronicles how basically... Crime punishment has sort of become the new slavery for people of color in the United States. Most of us are fully aware of that to a certain degree, but the level to which we are aware of it is next level when you watch this documentary. And I consider myself a fairly informed person. I've read the new Jim Crow. I'm fully aware of how sort of... um, the uh, Reconstruction sort of translated into Jim Crow and how things have evolved over the 20th century and into the 21st century, even to Bill Clinton and Miss Clinton when y'all had y'all super predator shit in the 90s. Like, I like when you said Clinton. You know, because y'all was on some bullshit then in like 1994. But like, I consider myself fairly informed of it. Yeah. But when I watched this documentary, I promise you, like, I literally was mouth agape and didn't even know what to do with myself at the end of it. Like, I recommend it fully. Like, it was definitely trending on Twitter. 
go check it out just for just it really lays out corporations, money, crime, and racism in a way that you maybe didn't really fully embrace or acknowledge or really was aware of. So I would definitely recommend check it out. It was fantastically done and it it I talking about it now like I wanna cry and I'm holding it in. I because can see it you was a no it was there. it was like I'm not moved easily by stuff, especially films and stuff like that. Like I sit through lots of stuff and I watch everything and I'm you know, I take it in and I'm pretty well read and things don't like shift me that much. That movie shifted my entire like I literally sat on my bed at the end of it and I didn't I could like I didn't I just it's heartbreaking. It's mind opening. It's revelatory. Like it's 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 a great wow. job. Well done, Ava DuVernay. Check it out, guys. I'll check it out. Um, also, another film that was very moving, but I would venture to say not as moving for me at least as the Thirteenth documentary was was Birth of a Nation, which came out, which we've been waiting for. We got to see it at wow. the Calabasas if you, if Film Festival. 13th, what no, is, no, Thirteenth. Because you know the way we were at the end of Birth of a Nation. We Birth all of a Nation like was ten minutes afterwards. And didn't Birth speak. of a Nation was intense. I feel like 13th sort of brings Birth of a Nation front and center in a capitalistic America in a way that you just don't want to think. Because you don't want to believe that it exists, even if you know it exists. Like, you don't want to believe it exists the way that it does. How do you think we get kids and people to realize that it does actually go that way? Because the reason I'm asking is when I was a small child and and my parents, my stepmother, was like, the world is very racist and they don't like black people. And I was like, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. Do you know what I mean? Because you're a kid and you're like, no, you don't understand that things have changed. And now I'm like, she was so right. Yeah. (laughs) She was a thousand percent right. And I I know I I had to have that naivete to kind of be okay at that moment but we need to start actually taking it in and I so think we can it, it. but I think part of it is that as people we want to believe the best of people even when we know the worst can exist right and I think that the idea that the worst is almost independent of people because there comes a point where racism and systemic racism becomes its own organism and people that are participatory in it aren't even aware of how participatory they are in it nice and word. it be- it takes it on delivery. it takes on its own life and to tackle it, and I think the thing that was overwhelming, at least about 13th, is to tackle it seems so overwhelming and impossible. Right. Because it's such a separate thing from who we are. It's like sort of when the group becomes its own organism and turns into something that it never was to begin with. Because as individuals, that's not who we are. But as a group, it has become its own being. And you don't, how, what do you do about that? So I feel like Birth of a Nation sort of was sort of the root of how that was, and we feel like because we went to Civil War, people died, and there were, you know, things done about it, and, you know, we had the 13th Amendment, then we had the Civil Rights Movement, like, there was something to tackle. 13th takes it to the next level, like, and it's scary, because they also talk about, they leap to now, because there's lots of um, footage about what's going on right now in terms of policing and that kind of thing, and the people mm-hmm. that have died at the hands of police, and the idea of what the next level is going to be in terms of this slavery, new slavery idea, because we're tackling criminal justice technically in this country, and they're closing down this whole like private prison system that has I been supporting the corporation. However, they're turning right now to home policing where people are, okay, you're sentenced to whatever, so you have to wear a GPS um, anklet in your own home and that kind of thing. And what does that mean for the corporations making the GPS bracelets? What does that mean for the government being Everybody able to track you? Money. So it's sort of like who's the next right. sort of beneficiary of the slavery of black people and black and brown people. And it is 
it's over it's insane but anyway so birth of a nation also in the box office it was really beautiful we sat through it in uh the calabasas film festival it was great it did not do very well at the box office. It only made seven million well, dollars. Here's the thing: it's not doing what it expected to do, per se. But it's still not. They're not puppet. They're not. They're not the promotion. You're not promotion. Means. Yeah, they're not doing the promotion. They they're actually not. spent ten million dollars on marketing for this they film, say and that's that's what they right. say. They say they did right. Don't get it for no. Yeah, for this birth, is for Birth of a Nation. Oh. There's been tons of there press. There have been on birth tons of, a of press for Birth of a Nation, and that's why it's sort of a disappointment. However, do you really think that the rape scandal is the thing I, that no. is is stopping people nope. from going? I think to it's it. a combination. I think it's a small. I think it's a percentage. I think. And then Roland Martin made his statement this week. Roland Martin. Has blamed black women for, for the petty. demise of Birth of a Nation's yeah. box office numbers, which was the most insulting thing ever. And I'm not going to get into it because we don't have time. But check out blackgirllonghair.com if you want to read a really great article about why black women are the women that are the people that actually supported this film. And of the 60% of black people that. Um, 60% of the audience was black and most of them were women that actually went to see the film so you were full of shit Roland Martin and it's insulting that he said that but anyway I'm not going to get into that Um, this was multi-layered as to why the film probably didn't do as well people are saying that um, perhaps word of mouth will continue to help it sort of build some financial yeah. recoupment at the box office, but I honestly, my personal opinion is the last three interviews that Nate Parker did cut. He put himself in the grave with all of that. And allegedly, if you the, saw the, sixty the, minutes, and when he did the yeah. Today Show, do you should have listened to Oprah. And the rumors that Oprah had told him right. to. He should have listened to Oprah. Not do those interviews. Oh, she said well, don't no, do no, that. Oprah told to, him to, to sit down with Gail months ago yeah. and uh, have a really re- intent, like yeah. have a good, right. inter- he denied those in that interview and went ahead with this press tour that he did three days leading into the film and I, like, I'm team Nate Parker, like I'm trying to be there for you brother because I think you made a good film. I do think you also inappropriately raped a woman that you got away with but that's irrelevant to me at this point it's, you were acquitted of that crime it was you were proven not guilty you are free. I have to accept that in my life yes. and I think your work was well done however when he did the 60 minutes interview three days before the movie and then the next morning he was on a morning show and he the amount of ego it's not ego was, oh no! It was really? overwhelming, and I'm on your team. And really? I was like, "Brother, whoa!" Like, and I get you can't be like, "Yes, I raped this woman, and I'm sorry," because you were acquitted, and you're not trying, and you don't think that you did anything wrong. It uh, was no good. It, it did not help at all. And one really cool thing, because we've talked about Oscars are so white, um, the the controversy for the last two years at the Oscars, they had a screening for Birth of a Nation, which is supposed to be a huge Oscar contender. And of the thousand seats in this um, theater, only 200 were filled. And a few of the um, sort of Oscar voters or whatever were interviewed. One of them specifically was quoted as saying, like, they felt that they were being forced to choose this film as a great film for the year because it was black people. And they refused, after hearing about what he did, they refused to do that. And they won't even go see the film or vote for it. And they were were African-American. They, were they Listen, the thing about no, white the thing about because that, they were offended for being called racist for not having voted for black uh, films and black actors in the last two years, and they felt like they were being sort of force-fed birth of a nation. They should have gone to see it. That's just another excuse. Yeah. That they can I mean, use. Oh, no. no, no, they should have gone to see. We've always had to separate artists from art, you know, from the art they make. We have uh, like I, one of the first scenes I ever did was a Rainer Fassbender scene, and when I realized he was a German Nazi, I was like, shit, do I do this scene? 
Do I not do? And then I was like, well, it's a really good scene and it has nothing to do with Nazis. So I'm going to do this scene. So that is two separate things. So I feel like they should have actually gone and seen the But do all these people who are upset look at uh, the products that they're using? Do they look at the clothing that they're using and see where that stems from? The owner of what company raped Depot is supporting Trump. So keep going, keep shopping there. Well, and and, and, and not that I agree 100% with this, but I kind of see the point that Roland Martin was making because he said that black people are sort of a cause to the reason that we can't complain about Oscars so white when we aren't supporting this film. And we aren't voting for the Oscars. That's why that was nonsense. We are not on the team. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm actually really angry at what Roland Martin said because he specifically said black women and black feminists tanked this film. When black women well, are the main women, the people, they were the primary audience of this film and still supporting it. Even if three or four of them, like Demetria Lucas, and I can't think of the other two or three names that came out, not even criticizing. They were actually confused as to what they should do about Nate Parker. Like, I don't know why I gotta feel like I need to support my brother, but at the same time, what he did was kinda shitty. So they questioned I, it. I know, but here's my only thing with this, is uh, several uh, not, not a, several of my black friends are more excited to, they were more excited to go see, no diss to this, Medea's boo than they were But my thing is, that's see, what's more about your friends. Maybe you're right. My other question to you guys is, as millennials, I mean, do you think, like, we've talked about this before, are we in a time where it's like, people are over going and seeing the slave movie versus like a loving movie, the movie Loving I just went and saw. Ain't nobody gonna go see Loving. Yeah. No, ain't nobody gonna see see it, but it's excellent. It it was was good, but I'm just saying, but like something like that where the story's more relevant to the fact of like the kids of today can understand that exact connection and kind of wake people up versus going and seeing a timepiece. What do you think, Cisco? I mean, right now, like, the whole topic of slavery in, in films is big. And you got The Roots, you got The Underground, right. you got this. At least, I mean, I have not seen this yet, and I will go see it, but at least I heard that people left the theater feeling powered, mm-hmm. opposed to, like, damn, I need to go. Like, slavery was bad. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. At least they felt, they, they left that theater with a feeling of empowerment. Yeah. You know, so, and every time an, an artist makes some great, Art, for lack of better words, but they have a bad personality. They have the bad traits to them. They always that always overshadows everything, and it's like, like come on, like you said it earlier. You got to be able to separate the art from the person. Yeah, people looked at my, Michael Jackson. You are gonna try to tell me that Michael Jackson couldn't sing? He his albums were horrible, right. even though he might have, or we don't know. You know what I mean? We have no idea. You. So sometimes you just got to look at the art for what it is when it comes to the Oscars. No matter what, they have to look at it for the art piece that it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not, oh, well, I don't like this guy. It, it, that has nothing to do with it. There's a lot of people out here. Lady Gaga's a weirdo. Her music's great, though. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, That's true. Yeah. You know, Lil' Kim, she, I don't know what she did to herself. You know what I mean? <laughs> but she can spit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just saw her last week at the Bad Boy Reunion Tour. I'm still on cloud nine. I, I got my 112 and Carl Thomas in the radio right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we got to move on yes, because we only have, like, do. literally, like, five minutes. Um, 
Gabrielle yeah. Union. Yeah, let's go to Gabrielle Union. We're going to skip a little bit. Um, but before we get to that, you got something to say you, about uh So you already know, DraftKings Draft sports season. You know how much I love me some football. So went to DraftKings.com, registered uh, as DJ Jesse J. And uh, what's that you say? You guys want to win some more money? Well, <laughs> every week at DraftKings.com, it's like a new season of fantasy yes, football. So you can sign up. You can pl- revive old rivalries, new rivalries, whatever you want. You can pick whoever you want. Play anytime you want. If someone hurt, it don't even matter. You Pick can still use else. them. Pick a new player, <laughs> switch it up. Uh, but the coolest part is, so you can um, try their new 50-50 contest where the top half of all entries wins cash. There you go. See, I like that. That's 50-50. That means the top I like that half. I got a strong chance. That's two chances. That. You only yeah. got either one. That's better than a lottery ticket. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, even if your current fantasy team is uh, circling the dream, you can still win huge cash prize at DraftKings.com. So don't wait. Start your new season at DraftKings.com. Now use the code Geek. Geek. We changed it. Make sure you guys use the code Geek, Geek. and play free like with your first deposit. DraftKings.com. Uh, eligibility, eligibility restrictions. You're so Maybe. excited you can't even say it all. Uh, yes. I'm just so excited because I signed up. Or I literally signed up today before we did the show. I was he, like, did, he did. He did. He legitimately did. We're going to get racial to play. I ain't never watched yeah. football, but I'm. I'm yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Sure. I like yeah. gambling. Great. <laughs> all right. We're going to move on to our money, last story of the day. Our ER Web Story Spotlight of the week Stranger sorry things. for everybody who's listening and watching we're gonna have to go through this really quick because we are running out of time but um miss gabrielle union is in the news she is obviously the star of being mary jane which is killing it you know doing very well it was, it was. i don't know if it's gonna change now but uh she is apparently suing bet and this is the reason why according to union's attorney marty singer uh they allege that bet is trying to film two 10-episode seasons of Being Mary Jane back-to-back in an effort to cram all the episodes into one single season in order to fraudulently, fraudulently, I can't say that word, extend the terms of Mission Union's contract. Now, here's some more details with this. The filing claim between BT is that they would they agreed to her that she was only going to have to do 13, 13 episodes, episodes, ideally 10, but no more than 13 episodes. Union did not want to commit to a typical network schedule because she wanted to do films. As she was in Birth of a Nation. She wanted to have time to do that. Uh, the general manager or general counsel of BET, Daryl Walker, who assured Union that she would only be doing a certain amount of shows... He's no longer there or no longer involved. Cyber to any episodes over 13 means she would get paid, paid more. more she would get paid more money. For those extra episodes. They're trying to say, no, no, no. no. We're, we're going to pay you the same amount that you got for the first 10, not the bumped up version you would have gotten for your right. second season. So we're talking about a lot yeah. of money here. A lot of money here. She started off making fifteen thousand and went all the way to one fifty, and then she was going to go to one sixty five. How much did she start at? Fifteen thousand. Shut up. Fifteen thousand per episode. I could have put her in a web series for that much. (laughs) Can we be in that web series? But uh, she she going to tank uh, BET if if she wins. Well, okay. So (laughs) the corporate they say the corporate policy required unions performer agreement uh, that she had agreed to um, doing a minimum of ten and a maximum of twenty six. So there's like some fine line in that whole contract, um, but BT feels that they are within contractual rights and that you know they feel confident about what's going on with this. What do you guys feel about it? I feel like that's the star of your show, and um, yeah. I do you think try. the show could survive without? No, it? no. 
I don't she's think Mary Jane. She's going to survive without Mara. That's, that's so hard. Yeah, Mara's well, <laughs> you know, I have a friend who's uh, Patrick Polk who did um, Noah's Ark, and he's a new writer on that show. So I really okay, hope cool. that it carries it on okay. for him and uh, Michael, who's it, Ely, who they just said? Oh, they did. Yeah, Michael Ely's adding. This right. Is season so, four. Wait, what season? season? Is it considered four? I, I have think no they clue. said he's adding, he's the adding movie, to season and then four. But here's what I'll say. I think it's three. Whatever shakes down will be what's legally written. If she has an agreement that said, I do 10 or th- I do 13 ep- let's just say 10 to make it round uh, if I do 10 episodes and then any over 10 I get 15 extra thousand per episode then if that's in her agreement she should absolutely get that because if it was vice versa the network would you know want everything that right. they want well, and yeah, you have yeah, to honor yeah. your contract that's what but I know BT is saying that that they go up to 23 they said up 26. to 26 but if that's an oversight then she should probably fire her, her lawyer, lawyer or agent whoever negotiated yeah. the original contract because sure. again whoever whoever has the words in writing is the one who wins this and I hope it carries on There's read been, those lines I mean, it's BT's best show you know what I mean? Yeah. Isn't and, it like and their only real show? Right? <laughs> only real show. And I, I love Gabrielle, but I, I I think that's some of her best work too. It like, is definitely. You know what I mean? Her I would agree. So with I would that. rather see her for in, sure in this than just in random, random movies, yes. romantic comedies. Right. Which is, you I know what I mean? That. Yeah. Yeah, well, I I hope it works out for well. I just I hope it works out in her favor so she can continue on continue on because if it doesn't, she's probably not going to want to continue on and do the show anymore, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. And I think the more African black shows we have on TV, the better, frankly. So I'd rather see yeah. this stay on the. Air. I agree, but there's a lot of competition out now, like we, you know. So hopefully she, they. Can I know they put brown folks everywhere. Congratulations, yeah. to TV Lucy, is for all, I, brown folks. For, all I know, for all we know, Gabrielle is doing this because she wants off this because she's got a movie she, trio she could be doing well, yeah, instead of working too. for a doctor. Da, 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 or she might have another network show that wants her. That, that could be Listen, she had an ABC deal for years and years. So that, this BET thing was actually great because the ABC deal never worked. Yeah. It, it, she had some shows in the air, but they never grabbed. This yeah. is one is stuck. So yeah. I hope it works for well, her. Well, we wish you the best, Gabrielle. Either way, Good you luck. are a star. Good luck. Good luck. And we'll, be, we'll be reporting on what happens. Um, last thing I'm just going to throw in because we were going to talk about this, but I'll just mention it because it's really just really mentioned. Janet Jackson is officially pregnant at 50. She has revealed it. Uh, well, I thought we already knew Thank this. Thank you. Well, we, Thank but you. we, we heard it. We heard it. it. She did, the little, she, did the, she did the she video when she stopped her tour in April and said that she was planning her family, but now she's officially announced that she did a spread <laughs> in People like, magazine, magazine with her belly her and her Demita Joe braids. I'm just so mad that like the the uh, picture looks like a freaking like Skechers commercial. I know. It I, does I, does look I feel like I wear. I feel like it's it looks like an eyewear. Yeah, eyewear. And shout out to Ben and Jerry's for supporting Black Lives Matter because that's another shout out to them. That's right. Thank you, Ben and Jerry's. Cisco, just really quick, what new film are you doing so fans can find you and give your social media? You check me out on Up and Coming, All Eyes on Me, Tupac Flick. Hey, hey. We're very excited about that, by the way. It's going to be What are you playing in that? Um, up, up in the prison scenes, I'm like with the, the leader of the Latino gang. Oh, up in there. Um, okay. And then uh, I got Compton's Finest with Malik Whitfield, John Amos coming out, and John Be Somebody um, as well. And also Four Kings that's yes. uh, being shopped around right now by Sony TV. Okay. So, so you're a working man. Working, trying, trying. Working. Quick question as we're leaving out, though. Um, with the Tupac movie, did you learn something about Tupac that you didn't, didn't know, know before? Yeah, actually I did. There's um you know, the the moments that he had with his mom are like phenomenal in the okay. movie. And the guy Demetrius Ship, big ups to you, and Benny Boom that directed the movie, um, 
they showed a different side of Tupac that the documentaries don't show. You okay. know, the the, rela- the relationship between him and Biggie that yeah. wasn't, you know, all turmoil. They were, they were really good friends. Yeah. You know, um, him being born in New York to Baltimore and then Oakland, you know. Yeah. So, you know, West Coast always claiming Tupac. Right. Yeah. Yeah. East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Day, baby. New York stand right. up. He was. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's true. And I heard that Faith actually, the storyline between him and Faith and that controversy was, was yeah. is a heavy part of the movie, too. It, it, it's, it's not a lot, but they, they do they do put it in there. Okay. And they show the relationship between um, him and Jada, which is really cool. And the girl that played Cat uh, Williams. Cat. Cat. Uh, her name's Cat. But she killed it. She okay. killed it as uh, Jada. Jada Pinkett. All right, cool. Where, where Jada. can fans find you on social media? At Cisco Reyes on everything. C-I-S-C-O-R-E-Y-E-S. Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Snapchat. 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 Follow Cisco. Follow, <laughs> check out all his programs. We're going to have him back because I know we had to cut it short a little bit today. We got, a little, we got a little heavy on our topics. We got heavy in our cups, anger in our topics, and everything else. Courtney, where can fans I'm find sorry, you? Sorry, y'all. I wasn't my feelings today, but you can find me That's everywhere right, at like Stuart Starlet. Uh, everywhere at DJ Jesse J. Rachel. Uh, Rachel True on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at True Rachel True. <laughs> She's just like saying that. I don't even know how, to follow, how do I follow up from that? Uh, you can find me at Daryl Christian. That's true. No. Uh, you can find me at Daryl Christian on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, and Twitter. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Yeah. Oh, my God. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. Damn it, I missed it. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.